welcome to my next guest, uh, fellow GM Alex Bracey. Um, he is GM of the Boston Pink Sox, the team that finished second overall. He had a record of eight and four, stole the uh, final bye week um, from Dicko. Uh, Dicko, who obviously will not be joining us today to defend himself, but Alex can get in a bit of that. Alex, welcome. Thanks very much. Yep. Real honour to be here. I know a lot of people were fighting to be on the show, so really, really pleased that I was your first choice. Yeah, your your payments in the mail for um for your kind words. Thank you very much. Um so eight and four, um good season for yourself. Yeah. Uh, what was sort of, you know, you know, what do you owe qualifying to the playoffs for? Walk us through a bit of your season. It it was funny because the last week's game uh, which it came down to for making the bye. Um, I thought I had it in the bag before last night's game when Lamar went off and I was watching the game live. And and Lamar must have scored three touchdowns on the first three drives. And I was just thinking, oh, hang on a sec. I'm not going to make it here. And I'd already told you, yeah, it's it's a lock. I'm definitely making yeah. the bye. Dicko's fucked it. He's got a shit team. Fucking Lamar Jackson nearly came back to bite me in the ass after I dropped him after the first week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the most ridiculous, ridiculous move anyone's made this season. What, 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 do you, what do you regret more? Dropping Lamar or trading, I think? You trade Hooper away? I dropped, I dropped Hooper as well. <laughs> <laughs> after week, week one or week two, because I wanted Hawkinson. And... That was... And Austin Hooper was pretty much tight end one for about a five-week period, I think. Yeah, he scored a touchdown every week. That was that was that was a big regret. That wasn't wasn't great, but you know, recovered. Yeah. So week one, you started with a devastating loss by point nine to Mick. Um, yeah. If you would have beaten him there, that would have effectively made him finish in the pigeon bowl. So quite annoyed about mm. that. Uh, wins over. It's got a good team. Good team, Mick. Uh, Quite like it. I mean, probably because you and him are obviously in cahoots in terms of big trade rapists. So you, I guess you sort of have to agree with with what Set Blatter says. Um, yeah. So walk me through some of the other fixtures. So you lost to Greg by about four points. You've had. A f- I lost to Greg because he was lucky enough to have the Eagles defense when they played the Jets and the Jets had um, Luke Falk at quarterback and scored 33 points. It was like the most ridiculous DST scoring. One of the most ridiculous. But you, you bounced back with big wins over Mark Jarvis, who's a bit of a bot. Yeah, everyone had a big win against Mark this yeah, year. Yeah, right? big win against Adam, big win against Chaz. Adam, the great pretender. <laughs> yeah. Thought it was the nuts <laughs> after the first few weeks. He... Oh, Cooper Cup. <laughs> Saquon, he's really good. He did start 4-0. Uh, and then... Yeah. A great pretender. Yeah, but then do you know what happened? Uh, which is what happened to... Uh, Barkley got injured? Uh, not quite. It ha- it's happened to a lot of teams this year. He played the... Oh, you raped him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That did happen to a lot of teams. No, week five, I raped him on the score sheet. 122 <laughs> to 74. He got absolutely <laughs> fucking pumped. When I say pumped, yeah. I'm talking McCaffrey got 42 points. Murray got 26. Carson got... Speaking 20. of one-man teams, Christian McCaffrey. Let's talk about him. Uh, so this hasn't actually been covered with anyone else. Um, so mm. this is a conversation which I think I wasn't going to have... Uh, with anyone but 
we can obviously we can, <laughs> you want to protect your reputation. We, we we can bring this up now. So, um, okay. So the we'll, we'll try and keep it quite short because I was going to do a bigger segment on this in the postseason um, podcast. But I built a team that was matchup sensitive. I'm I'm playing. <laughs> no, no. Let me explain my side. I'm playing uh, Greg, uh, who your housemate. Okay, he's my housemate. Who has who has a pretty bad team. I he banters me a lot. You banter me a lot about Christian McCaffrey being a one man team. I say, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to play McCaffrey. I'm going to play a team that's going to win without him. That was my point of view. So now Mick accused me of colluding with Greg. You mm. uh, jumped up a few little boxes and got on a very small horse, and and started <laughs> a tirade of you and Mick accusing me of cheating, collusion, everything under the sun. So so you're sat there, Mick sends a screenshot of my team. What goes through your I don't think anyone minds that you're messing around and having a laugh. But it was the way you were defending yourself, which was ridiculous because it didn't make sense. And you you were treating everyone like they're morons. And I want to say everyone, I mean me. And that was just riling me up. I mean, you know, Okay, I won't say you are a moron because I'm supposed to stay un unbiased in this in this sort of interview. Why is there still an in, is there still an investigation going on? Are you still under? No, but I I don't want the so for for clarity for everyone else who's listening to this, the investigation has been closed. I was issued mm. a warning from the uh, the commissioner and his uh, and his pit bull, which is yourself. Um, well. Just looking for justice. That's yeah. All. So justice for Matt. There was there was no admission of guilt. Uh, there was no acceptance of anything. It was just a hey, you know, this wasn't right. It was a small slap on the wrists, but a, a warning. So if you ever do anything like that again, what happens? Uh, I don't know. You guys will probably try and dock points. It, it's hard being at the top. Everyone tries to take you down. Eleven, eleven yeah. and one. The hottest, the, the only, and the funniest thing is, I looked today. The only game I've lost all year was actually versus Matt, my Christian McCaffrey, oh. yeah, my Christian McCaffrey brother. So, so that's why you were trying to get him bumped out of the playoffs. I would have preferred this was a revenge. <laughs> I would against my perfect record. I would have actually my dream scenario would have been for Mick not to make the playoffs. Yeah, you really have something against Mick. Explain that. What you, you you just don't like his face. You always talk about that. He he looks he looks perfectly similar to a maroon bowling ball. <laughs> like, honestly, it looks like it, it looks like someone <laughs> has gone to a bowling alley, eaten a chocolate brownie before they've gone to bowl, and they've wiped just under the finger holes a little mouth thing. You've held the ball up. And that's what Mick looks like. One of the que- one of the questions which someone tweeted in when I was doing the interview with Mick was, "How the fuck are Mick and Kiri related?" Like the legitimate <laughs> concerns. Mick said, "Oh, um, Kiri's adopted." I mean, oh, Jesus Christ! For for there to be a that big of a swing in in like a in in a gene pool is unbelievable. But anyway, that's a conversation for a different day. I don't know what this has got to do with anything. It, it, but anyway, um, it, you did you did seem to really have it in for the commissioner. So, which so this goes back to when you're at the top, people want to take you down. So I was eleven and one. Everyone was doing a witch hunt because I was top. I understand it. 
being on top's heart. Mick being commit. I seem to remember you doing a lot of wish hunt. Wish hunt. Anyway, we'll go on to that. So Mick being the commish versus, you know, I protest a lot of <laughs> shit in this league. Some, unsu- well, most of it unsuccessfully. You know, roster spot size, playoff week after debacle last year. And I just feel like Mick doesn't do enough. And I told him this during the interview, as I said, look, you know, we need more stuff done. So next year, looking at improving roster sizes, playoff weeks, all this mm. kind of stuff. And I investigating cheating I'm, I'm, and bad trades. I'm pleased you bring up the conversation of cheating or collusion or going above and beyond. Because if I could bring up a little something. So Mm. one thing which Greg brought up during his segment was he felt there was some serious collusion or serious tampering. I think tampering is a better word to use. So he sends Dicko. There we go. He sends Dicko a trade offer and Mick pipes up because they were skiing together. And I mean, not giving each other a handjob in terms of, well, probably as well, but they were skiing as in powder snow and that was a bit awkward in terms of him receiving that i send mark a trade offer mark comes back to me saying alex has told me not to do it i say well hold on what do you mean alex has told you not to do it i then message you being like stop torpedoing my trades because you had done Mm. accused me of a similar thing i then end up having to negotiate with you to action a trade with a different team. Is that not colluding so, with Mark? Hang on a sec. This is this sounds like you're the one that's colluding. You you asked me to give Mark the green light on a trade if if I did if you did something for me, I've forgotten. It was nothing to do with fantasy. Um and then I said fine, yeah, I'll do that. And then I went and told Mark not to green light it because that would be cheating. So no, I've I actually moral compass. No, I actually have all the screenshots from WhatsApp, which I've prepared in advance of this conversation. So that is false accusations. Listen, listen. If people come to me for trade advice, I will be as impartial as I can, and if I don't think that a trade is fair, I will be honest about that. And you were trying to do horrible things to Mark's anus, and for that, for that matter, <laughs> for that fact. I, I wasn't willing to just sit by idly and let you shove four fingers <laughs> as deep as you could. So, okay, that, that being said, I, I did not say I'd do something outside fantasy. That's not true. I've just I've got the conversation in front of me. But one thing which can be said while we're on the conversations of trading is you are an egregious trader. So we are both very active in the trade markets. I think I finished at let me have a quick look uh i think i finished at 12 trades total for the season and i think you finished at about nine or or eight so we're, we're both pretty active in the trade markets i am known as fair trade ben man of the people constantly improving yeah, team self-proclaimed self-proclaimed well, mick, mick actually was very complimentative of my trading um in in his segment which i'm sure you'll relish listening to later but can't wait he, he effectively said which was which was quite a valid point is when i trade it's selfless i improve other people's teams i traded away henry and evans for kamara which was grossly overpaying it, you know <clears throat> i made the playoffs kiri didn't unlucky kiri chin up i refuse to sit here and listen to this absolute bull- bullshit <laughs> bollocks 
There's been two trades overturned this season, three trades overturned this season, and they were all by you. Which ones were they? I know there was one that was overturned. Tyreek Hill for Tyler Boyd. Your, your propaganda that you were giving out all year, yeah. basically fucking me over my reputation, my stellar reputation, by the way, as, 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 and, as, and enhancing as your as own. A trade rapist. I'm just trying to... I'm trying to debunk some myths here. Um, That's fine. I, I didn't rape anyone. I, well, come on. If, 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 Go on. If, Go on, I'm then. I'm not here to name and shame. You know what you've done. I'm Robin Hood. No. I rob from the rich to give to the poor and needy. You are, you are that old cartoon woman who steals sweets from children. I can't think of like what I'm trying to... This is, this is slander, and that's the worst insight I've ever heard. <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> that, that, was, that was pretty bad, but I was just trying to effectively find one of your trades on here. I mean, some of the... One, Go ahead. One trade that, that you were moaning about to me behind closed doors was, was when Dev traded Hawkinson and Fuller for uh, Marquise Brown and Adrian Peterson. You were fuming. You were apoplectic. Was it, was it Hawkinson that I got? I was fuming about. Yeah, Hawkinson and Fuller. It was like the the most minor trade ever, and you were no, 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 you no, were no. so angry because Mick, Mick, you thought Mick had improved his team. No, I was fuming about Greg trading for uh, Lindsay. Yeah, with Chaz. Yeah, with Chaz. That's what I was fuming about because that was a ridiculous. That was a ridiculous trade. Lindsay, who somehow miraculously ended up on your team through a proxy of of whatever it was. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, I think we've discussed enough about trades. Okay, next point, which I wanted to go through with you, was how do you think your season went in terms of you're in the playoffs now, you've got to buy, you know, how do you see the playoffs going? So you have to play the winner of, um, let me have a look, I think you're playing Dumb and Dumber. Yep, so you're playing the winner of Dumb and Dumber, uh, Matt and Adam, the Jarvis bros, the good Jarvis bros, uh, mm. not the two Jarvis bros who didn't make the playoffs, RIP Mark and Kev. The Chuckle Brothers. The Chuckle Brothers in the Pigeon Bowl. <laughs> the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. So you play Matt or Adam in round two. Uh, I will play the winner of Dicko and Mick in round two. How do you see the final happening? What do you think is going to happen? Oh, one well, of the reasons out, I was... Out, by the way. I think that's the police coming to arrest <laughs> me for egregious trade raping. Uh, one of the reasons I was so happy to get the buy wasn't just because I don't have to play a game this week. It's because I get to avoid the horror side of the draw where I would have had to play Mick and then Dicko yeah. because Matt and Adam <laughs> are the two worst franchises in playoff history, it's I'd ridiculous, say. ridiculous, isn't it? Um, yeah, so to get that side of the draw is an absolute touch mm. and kind of makes a mockery of the seeding system. But I'm not going to complain. Would, would you uh, say I your favourite? myself... Uh, to win the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, I'd say you're, you're probably slight favourite. So... You have the cheat code. Me... <laughs> called Christy McCaffrey. So, so me and Mick actually looked at this. While we're just on... Uh, talk about playoffs and, and pigeon bowl. Uh, I'm, I've asked everyone uh, a bold prediction. So a bold prediction for yeah. playoffs. So for the, the championship side of the draw, I guess you can call it. And then the little pathetic pigeons, uh, a bold prediction for that one. 
um, my bold prediction for the pigeons will be uh, this part isn't bold. Kevin and Chaz meeting in the final. The, the bold bit is uh, between them, they won't score over 100 points <laughs> in the final. Yeah, because oh. they're both absolutely pathetic. It's embarrassing their seasons. I mean, and yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if sorry, Ch- Ch- Chaz has had a few stinkers. Not just he's had a few injuries, but he's been dropping good players, and I've been hearing them up, so I've been loving it. So Ch- Chaz scored, and some of his season highlights: uh, 59, 60, 60, 55, 51. <laughs> How do you? <laughs> and he has he he scored more points than Kevin, right? Uh, let me just have a look at, at Kev's team. <laughs> Kev, Kev scored, Kev scored. 44, 73, 65, 63. I mean, some of these. What what has happened to their team? Like, I don't know. The, the funny thing is, Chaz, I don't think Chaz has been trying that hard. I reckon Kev has been trying his little heart out. <laughs> yeah. And, and what one thing, I mean, I, okay. Yeah. So bold prediction for the playoff or the championship bracket. Let's go with Dicko scores um, 150 points this week. Yeah. 130 points next week. And then shits out in the final against me. Oof, that's that's pretty good. I, I, I do think he is going to light up the scoreboard versus... versus he's got me. Lamar. Yeah, I mean, it's not just Lamar. He's got... I mean, he's got Lamar. He's got Zeke. He's got... Jones mm. against the Giants. He's got Edelman against Houston. Yeah. He's got Chark against Tampa Bay. Everett against Arizona. Yeah, he's Arizona. got such good matchups. Mix in trouble. Yeah, he's got he's got Jacobs who is playing the like ridiculous run defense, or in terms of ridiculously bad of Kansas. He's got Cleveland's defense yeah. against Pittsburgh. <clears throat> you know, didn't they didn't they drop Mason Rudolph yesterday? Yeah. So they're playing a third string quarterback. Jesus Christ. He's actually better than Mason, I think. Oh, is he? But irrelevant. I mean he's still gonna be yeah. He's going to literally take a helmet, pardon me, Mason pun, and slam Kiri over the head with it. I mean, like, he's nine point favourite, but this Why would he slam Kiri? Uh, not Kiri, mixed. You're sorry. getting them mixed up. Yeah, sorry. There's just the the gene pool. Um <laughs> Okay, so what, what was your best moment of the year? Can be to do with you. Can be to do with someone else. What What was your best moment of the year? Uh, I did enjoy Dev beating Dicko this week. That was a That was a real highlight. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, calling you out on all your bullshit all year. Uh, Got great pleasure from that. Yeah. yeah. Um, fake news. Yeah. No. No. No single moment. Very proud of the year. Year Dev's had. Mm-hmm. He's been a real trooper, and I'm hope he's enjoyed it. Okay. So your your secondary team. The, the one you've been managing on the on the back burner. Yeah, the feeder yeah, team. The feeder team. Um, that I haven't done any trades with. Carry on. But you did it via Greg to get Lindsay, which is... I don't think Dev had Lindsay. Anyway, no, had him. it's uh, ridiculous. Um, okay, so bets. What bets have you made this season? How are they going? Are you RP down? Um, how many bottles of Chateau Neuf are going to be going into your, your little wine cupboard? I, I, I remember... Three, I think. Um, I bet with Kevin that you would beat him in the regular season because everyone was stagging off your team during the draft. I mean, pathetic um, mules, aren't they? Absolute fucking idiots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I remember that. I bet Kevin again for our matchup. Oh, God, yeah. And I think that didn't go well for him. 
And then I bet with you, Alvin Kamara v Zeke Elliott, didn't didn't I? And Zeke's running away with that because Kamara got injured. Yeah, so so two and one, not bad. Um, to give you a bit of uh, a double or quits on the old AK Zeke one, we're both on by this week. Yeah. Let's make it yeah. interesting. I know yeah. we, we 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 can bet something else uh, off off the air, so to speak. But for the sake of the the hecklers, you know, the people like the Mark Jarvises and the Dickos and the Gregs who just pipe up when someone's trying to backtrack out of a bet. Let's put a bottle of Chateau Neuf on our scores for this week. Yeah, and presumably you'll be resting CMC since it's got a bad matchup. No, CMC will be back this week. He's uh, yeah, shocked. He's going to be back from eating Olivia Culpo's ass in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And he is going to be <coughs> strapped up pardon the pun, and ready to go. Is there a way where we can track that? Um, yeah, so I'm... Yeah, there'll be a way. I think I'm projected, yeah. currently as it stands, I'm projected 96 points, and you are projected 96.8. So I'm 96.1, nice. you're 96.8. You haven't put CMC in your team, I've, 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 uh, I'll put him in... That well, I've done some back-of-fag paper maths to include his projection okay uh i will not done i will not enjoy that if i lose that do you want to have a little bet on the pigeon bowl as well we both take a runner yeah and then if the other one okay uh let me who you think's gonna lose oh as in who's gonna finish all the way bottom or who do you think's gonna yeah who's gonna lose because so if that person loses then okay you win uh, Okay, we'll it. make it even more interesting. You take mm. out the bottom three seeds. You have to pick seven, eight, or nine. Okay. So who are seven, eight, nine? Uh, in order, you've got Greg, Kiri, Mark. So I, in my dark, in my sort of my bold shout uh, with Mick, I said my bold shout was Mark would effectively. So where how it works is. If you win or lose the matchup, you effectively go up or down the consolidation ladder. Okay. So looking at Mark's matchups this week, I assumed he'll drop down into the bottom one to play Chaz. And I, mm-hmm. and I think Chaz will beat him just because of exactly what you said, that one week where the stars are in a line. And then that means he'd play someone else in the final. But if I'm picking someone to win the pigeon, yeah, the top three, I'm going... Yeah, my runner's Mark. All right, I'll take Kiri. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, you you pick badly there, my boy Mark. He's he, he's going to do well in the pigeon pigeon bowl. What? He does well in the pigeon bowl. It's his tournament. Yeah, but doing well is not necessarily the, not necessarily a good thing. Um, oh, hang on. Am I picking? Yeah, I'm picking Kiri. Okay. Yeah, happy with that. So that means you want. Whoever finishes lower out of Mark and Kiri, right? No, no, no. So you're basically saying Mark won't become the pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, fine. I, uh, you're saying Mark will. I'm saying Kiri will. Okay, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. So we'll lock that in. Um, but that does mean Kiri has to go 0-3 in the playoffs. Mark only has to go 0-2. Ah, should should have picked your runner. Um, what, but how can Mark go 0-2 he's got to play three games doesn't he you mean 1-2 and 
Yeah, one and two. Sorry, yeah, one and two. So you need a perfect oh, record. Well. Um, but who's Kiri playing this week? Greg. Oh, so Mark's below them. Mm. So basically, you took the first pick and picked the guy who had the easiest route. That's no, very honourable of you, sir. Well I've, I've, I've just been consistent. Interesting how you made it three instead of two. It could have been Greg and Kiri. Make it fair, but no, it's fine. I'm, <sighs> it's just classic, isn't it? It's like this the whole season. Okay. Try and claim your fair play, I'm, fair trade. I'm happy to give you a way to wiggle out. I'm happy to change my pick and say Greg will finish better than Kiri. So they're, they're effectively both starting in okay. the top tier. Okay, yeah, fine. So that means it's pretty much whoever loses the most games basically shits out, right? Sure, sounds good. Okay, um, so final final two points. Um, one bit is uh, state of the league. So what you'd like to see improved for next season, be it... Mm roster sizing, playoff weeks, waiver orders, anything like that. And then after yep. that, we'll dip in to... Well, okay, let, let's start with that first. So what, what do you want to... So yeah. state of the league currently, do you think we're better with 12 than I think we were eight last year? And then sort of, you know, do you like seeing guys auto-draft or would you rather everyone tries to pick a team? You know, walk me through yeah. your thinking. Uh, 12 is a good number, but... 10 would be better if it was 10 people who were fully committed and involved. And I think not being on auto draft for the draft is pretty massive. Um, it helps you understand how the league works a bit better, helps get you into it a bit more. You have to do a bit more research mm -hmm. in the, in the off season. Um, and you don't end up with computer generated teams, which, have all done badly, apart from Adam, actually. Um, so that would be one thing. And as many people turning up for the draft as possible as well, which can't always be possible, especially when people are in Hong Kong. But yeah. I think it, it creates a good atmosphere and talking points going into the season. So, right, what would be your views on smaller rosters with one IR spot? Uh, don't really see the need for IR spots. Maybe in Dynasty, but not in Redraft. Okay. I like it's fine. It's all right if you want to do it. Whatever. Don't see much downside. Don't really see the point there. No. Okay. Um, and one other question: How big is seven inches? <laughs> no. How big is uh, Chaz? taking Gurley first overall, how much does that affect everyone else's rest of season? I, I don't think it affects everyone else's rest of season. It just fucks Chaz's. So Because he's immediately got a dud as his first round pick and he's not picking again for another 24. So he's going to have a worse second round pick than everyone else. Yeah. That, and he did overload on, on Rams as well. So... yeah. Yeah, that was unlucky because they have shit out this year. So I picked at fourth. I luckily got Christian McCaffrey, our Lord and Saviour, um, at fourth. If McCaffrey goes third overall, Saquon goes first, Kamara goes second, you're in fourth spot going, we rewind. Do you go David Johnson or do you go Zeke? Uh, I was always going DJ, Okay, which would have been a terrible decision. Yeah, I was always going Zeke, so I think... 
again, it just shows who's the better fantasy mind. That's fine. Yeah. Um, what's your biggest regret in terms of drafting? Do you actually regret taking Odell first? Do you regret not going running back, running back? This is going to sound like I'm just saying it, but <clears throat> Cook was my first choice in the first round, but I knew he was going to fall to me in the second. So I wanted to take a punt on a wide receiver. And I really like the upside Beckham had with Mayfield after what Mayfield showed last year. And I think Beckham's a really fun player. So I, I just wanted to have that cheer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it hasn't worked out. He's been really disappointing. But um, if I if I was to redraft now, I would probably go um, Michael Thomas. Was he still available? Uh, yes, he... Yeah. yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, Michael Thomas. So thanks for joining. Um, we'll be doing this weekly throughout the playoffs. Uh, I'm assuming, even though you're not going to get knocked out in the first round, sadly, you'll be back for a week two preview to effectively discuss who you're playing. Mm, great. Can't wait. Yeah, I look forward to our bets. Yeah. And thanks for your time. Thank you, mate. You